Welcome to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. This podcast is for you, and I welcome you to come as you are. There is no judgment here, just folks doing everything they can to stand in their power and show up every single day. So if you're looking for inspiration, welcome. If you're looking to level up or to make a change or you just need a minute, welcome. And if you're looking for some perspective on your circumstances, either personal or professional, well, that's my jam. No matter why you're here, I'm glad you are. And this message is for you. Welcome to my village. On this week's episode of The Rutledge Perspective, I have a question for you. Why do you do what you do? What is it that drives you to do the things that you're doing? This came about because I got a chance to spend last week in Atlanta with a number of other entrepreneurs doing a certification with um, Rachel Rogers in her Hello7 process. We're the first cohort for her to do this certification. And I've been really weird about certifications. You guys that have been following me for a while know that I have um, a love-hate relationship with certifications. One, most of them are not psychologically valid. Two, in organizations, they're often used as weapons as opposed to the data and information that they just give for someone to better understand how they show up and how they operate and how they think. And three, we often attribute additional skills, insight, capability to the letters of a certification that may or may not be there. And then four, there are people who have spent a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of energy to attain certifications who are exceptional at their jobs. And unfortunately, there are a lot of folks who get them who just aren't, right? And the certification is an indication that they're really good at taking a test or really good at doing the things, but they aren't necessarily really good at doing the thing. So I've just got this love-hate relationship with certifications. But this is one that came about because of who it was and her philosophy around things, it really resonated with me and how I do business. And so I decided to do this certification mainly for me, for me and my business, not thinking, uh, thinking about my clients, but really more for me because I'm, I've been doing this a long time, right? I've been doing this kind of work a long time and this is year six of the business. So I've been doing the work with clients for a long time as well. And I truly believe that it is important for us to continue to be lifelong learners, right? To continue to master your craft and hone it and make it better and learn new things and broaden your horizons, right? So I ask you that question of why you do what you do, because that was a a big theme, I think, that came out of this week of intense connection and reflection. So there were some amazing coaches who also spoke at this event that had been coaches of Rachel's and were now really good friends of hers. And um, one of them talked about how, you know, she showed up and she came out of corporate as well and then started her own business. And she was actually one that helped um, Rachel Rogers design this, this certification program. And one of the things she said was, you know, I show up the way I am. And for the most part, I'm pretty professional, however you want to define that. She said, but I do cuss a little bit. And it made me laugh because a good friend of mine made this shirt for me. I'd seen it somewhere and she made this shirt for me that said classy, but I cuss a little. I'm like, yep, that's me. Every once in a while, that four letter word is the only one that actually resonates, right? 
So there was a woman who said that and I thought, well, that's, that's interesting. It kind of landed that said, yeah, just, just be who you are. And then she started talking about values and it really resonated with me from this standpoint. I have been, had on my list to redo many of my profiles or all of my profiles and put in there specifically outline, here are the values that I live by, that I work by. And it's important for you to know those if you choose to work with me. And I just hadn't done it yet. And so this was kind of a kick in the butt to go do those. And not only to do them, but to make them as clean and authentic as real as possible. Then uh, one of the other coaches came up and she said, you know, you have to believe in your client, but you cannot believe for your client. And I thought, now that's deep. And the whole point was, you know what? We have to have so much belief in what they're doing for them, right? Understand what they're doing, really believe that they can do what they say they want to do, but we can't have so much belief that we're believing for them. They have to believe for themselves, right? We can't get so connected to their outcomes, right? That we lose that level of distance that enables us to truly guide and coach, or as I say, to help them navigate. So I say the chief navigation officer, right? To help them navigate these spaces that they're moving into. So all of that combined had me really reflecting on what are the things that I have put out there, number one, or not put out there, as I have honed in this year six who I'm going to work with and how I'm going to work with them. But also, how am I taking who I am and how I work, that level of genius that I have, and being really clear and unapologetic about that? Why do I do what I do? Why do I show up the way I show up and request the things I request? And so I ask you that same question. And, and as I was reflecting on this, I was thinking about some things that happened over the last several weeks. So, you know, politically, it's just, it's just a really tough time right now for any marginalized community, for any person of the global majority. It's a tough time right now. And especially for those of us who are really concerned about education. When we see all the banning books, we see what's happening in Florida and don't get it twisted. The governor in Texas is doing the same thing. He's just not being as blatant about it. So it's happening here too. When PragerU, which is not accredited, has people on there who have no idea about curriculum design, are now going to be writing the curriculum for K-12 education in Texas, we are planning for the demise, not only of the democracy, but of civilization in the U.S. by people who have no idea what they're doing, but somehow have this ideological thing that put out videos that say something, some things like slavery was really no big deal. Really? That it was no big deal. You have to read it in context of the time, but context only matters to these folks when it's stuff that they want to indoctrinate people with. That's the true use of indoctrination. So all of these things are going around societally. And then I had a really good friend of mine who had a, a situation with an employer that reminded me deeply of why I do what I do. I am your chief navigation officer. I help women-owned businesses and women who have created highly successful seven-figure businesses and have large teams continue to move from founder directly into CEO. And what's important about that niche that I'm in 
that really hit me through this week of my continued discernment and my continued self-development is when I look at the way corporations treat people, the cultures they have built, the hypocrisy that they continue, the lies that they tell, the way they mistreat people to maintain power and to support ego as opposed to operating in integrity and just letting the chips fall where they may. I want to help these women who have built businesses that are social impact enterprises, that are trying to create cultures that honor their employees and support them and uplift them. I want them to be leaders that continue those values and continue the mission. I want them to be able to continue to align their words and actions. I want them to continue to operate in integrity and not get so big and so caught up in the people stuff that really starts to be kind of their Achilles heel that they forget why they did this in the first place and that they are able to continue to lead with their heart, but they are moving into acting with their head as CEO. Being a CEO is different than being a founder, right? When you are bootstrapping something, when it's just you and a couple of people, that is very different than when it's you and a team of a hundred or a team of 500 when you have to put in in place an executive team, when you have to let go of the reins so you can continue to drive the strategy and the vision of the organization and manage and maintain a culture that aligns with the impact that you're trying to make. That's different. And when I sat with all of these things that are happening around me, right, in the world in which I am trying to live and thrive and move and make an impact, it really got me connected to and reconnected to the vision of this client that I have in mind. She is amazing. She is powerful. She is brilliant. She is incredibly focused on building a business that makes a difference, not only for her clients, but for the people who work for her. And helping them to build lives that make sense for them, that matter for them in this moment. She is intent upon creating a culture of support and kindness and intelligence and exceptional delivery of services. She is willing to do the right thing and say the right thing. She is powerful enough to say, oop, I screwed that up and here's how we're going to fix it. She is confident enough to say all money is not good money. She is always relevant, always moving, always learning, and always understanding that she must put herself first so that she can serve everyone else. She is me. And this woman is a woman who is going to continue to impact the world. I don't do what I do because I think I'm better than these women at all. I do what I do because I can see where they start to get tied up in their underwear about stuff that is not necessarily simple, but is manageable. The people stuff is absolutely manageable. The challenge is it becomes emotional. And when it's emotional, we don't make the decisions we need to make because we're all in our emotions. We're all in our ego, as opposed to being in our heart and in compassion. We are in emotion. I do what I do because I have the genius capability that was assigned to me by the divine to be able to see dots 
and connect those dots in ways that those who are buried in the weeds can't see. I am able to reflect what they already know and what they already do in a way that enables them to move forward and get unstuck, to get out of the habit of just grinding, to get out of the habit of just moving and going back into what they did to get them where they are, as opposed to doing the things that are going to get them where they want to be. I am masterful at helping them navigate this move from founder to CEO so that they can build an eight-figure, nine-figure, nine-figure, multi-trillion-dollar business if that's what their desire is. Because when women build these businesses, they are impacting families, they are impacting communities. It's not about the money. It's about the impact that the money makes. It's about the lives that are impacted. It's about the families that are uplifted. You know, the old African proverb that says, you know, you teach a man, you uplift a family. You teach a woman, you uplift a village. And I love men, y'all, right? Men are doing some amazing things. And part of the challenge that we have is there are there is just not enough representation of women, and in particular, women of color in leadership positions. And women are building businesses at a much more rapid rate than men are right now, especially Black women and other women of color. And we get less than 1% of funding. So we're all bootstrapping it for the most part. And so if there is a way that I can take my God-given talents, my 30 years of corporate experience, my having lived through and survived really, really bad leadership and really, really exceptional leadership. If I can take all of that and use that experience to support and guide business owners who may have come out of corporate and are trying to build the thing on their own, but may never have been in that space. If I can help them navigate so they avoid some of the pitfalls that I've seen, I'm all about it. And so the question to you is, why are you doing what you're doing? Because when you sit deep in that why, when you really understand the purpose for which you are here and the impact you are trying to make, those hurdles that you see, those societal things that happen that really, at least for me, have a tendency to put me in a place where I'm either just angry or just feel like there's, it's just impossible. It's impossible to get through this madness that we have going on, the hypocrisy that we have, the lies that are being told, the history that's trying to be rewritten, the fact that my very existence is trying to be erased. It's heavy, y'all. It's heavy. And there is a bigger reason that I'm here. And I can't fix society by myself. But what I can do is do everything in my power with the gifts that I have been given to impact it where I can, to take my knowledge, to help build these women-owned businesses to a place that they are incredible leaders, that I can speak in these organizations and do these workshops so that even in those corporate spaces that I never want to get back in as an employee, I can impact the leaders that are there so that they can make an impact in those organizations and turn them around, have them stop thinking solely about shareholders or remember they need to be thinking about stakeholders. I can use the gifts that I have, the insight that I have, the expertise that I have, that I couldn't have 
designed if I'd wanted to, right? Accounting, operations, MBA, Deloitte, right? Enterprise risk management, HR. Who would have put that together? I never would have planned that, right? But that is what has given me my ability to do what I do and to do it so well. And to be able to then connect with people and help them make the impact they want to make. Because it's all about service. It's not about me. It is about me using my gifts to assist them. It's about being in service, knowing my genius, being willing and confident enough to call out what I'm exceptional at. And believe me, it takes a long time to get there for many of us, especially women. But I'm good at what I do. But if I'm good at what I do and I don't use it to serve someone else, it just doesn't matter. I can just end this life having never made an impact, but that's not why I'm here and that's not why you're here. So I want you this week to dig deep. Why do you do what you do? Why do you do what you do? And how can you start to really sit in that and then have that inform your actions going forward? Maybe there's someone else you need to talk to. Maybe you need to have different kinds of meetings with your team in your organization. Maybe you need to push that project forward or refuse to do that project that's just been assigned to you because you just happen to show up all the time. Maybe there's some actions you need to take differently. But if you can sit deep in the understanding of why you are doing what you're doing, why you are here, why you are in the spot you're in right now, even if it's just for the moment, it's not your forever thing. If you can really sit deep in the why, then you can figure out some hows that make some sense right? You can be out of your emotion. You can maintain compassion, but you can be laser focused on how you make an impact because each of us has talent and each of us has the ability to make an impact where we are. I have, and I'm going to put this in my leadership lessons from the garden. I was out because my garden is gone, y'all, and I'm devastated. It's gone, burnt up in this heat in Houston, Texas. But I was walking around, looking at things, being devastated, and I happened to look down and I actually have a picture of it. So I'll post it at some point. And apparently one of my tomato plants dropped a little tomato, like in the seam of my sidewalk. So I've got little pieces where I expanded the, the cement from my driveway because I've got a detached garage. And I looked down and I was like, what is that growing up? You know, because weeds will grow up through the cracks in your, your sidewalk anyway. And I thought, what is that? That doesn't look like a weed. I did my little plant in app. I'll be dead gum. I got tomatoes growing up, <laughs> right? I got tomatoes growing up through the cracks. Now that one's doing fine. Everything else is burnt up, but that one seems to be doing really well. And so when I ask you about why you're doing what you're doing and sitting deep in why you're doing that, and, and even if it's not for now, know why you're there in the moment, it's about blooming where you're planted. That little tomato plant, just happened to drop off somewhere. I didn't even realize it had dropped. It was probably all shriveled, burning up in this heat. It fell off the vine, but it found a way to bloom where it was planted, right? Think about why you're doing what you're doing this week. Think about all of the skills and attributes that you have that make you exceptional at what you do. What are you qualified and experienced to do? Where's your expertise? And then how can you use that to impact your organization, your department, your family, your life, your community, and sit in that because the world is heavy right now. But even in that, we can all make an impact. We can all make a difference. And I believe you can too. If you know a woman business owner who has a team and is 
building a successful business and has built one is at that seven figure level because she's got a team of, of several people. And now she's finding herself figuring out, wait a minute, I'm digging back in and diving deeper back into stuff when I shouldn't have to do that anymore. I hadn't been doing that in a while. And she's just in that place where she's trying to figure out how do you keep moving it forward? And she's finding herself back in habit that she had as a founder. Have her reach out to me. Maybe there's a way that I can help her navigate that space and move back into her CEO role from founder and get her moving to that next thing that she has planned for her business. Because it's not about me. It's about serving her. And my commitment is that I will serve her to the best of my ability. And if I'm not her person, I have an exceptional network and I bet I can find her someone. Thank you so much as always for tuning in to The Rutledge Perspective. You guys are incredible and you're the reason I continue to do what I do. I am back in the saddle. I was out for a while doing some development of myself, right? And so back in the saddle, you're going to see some things changing up a little bit with the podcast starting next month, but I will be here every Wednesday dropping some knowledge. Please, on your favorite platform, go out there, give us a five-star review, share it with someone that you think could benefit from this. Uh, send me a note and let me know about something you'd like me to talk about, and I will plan to catch you at the next drop. You can also catch me on Tuesdays at 10 a.m. on KCOH TV Global Radio, the global network that is here in Houston, Texas. It streams live, and it will be live on my platforms as well, LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube. We might be changing up that a little bit, but you will be able to catch me live. Uh, on Tuesday mornings at 10 a.m. And I appreciate every listen, every download, every comment. Uh, you guys are incredible. And I will continue to show up to do what I do to the best of my ability. Thank you so much. And we'll catch you next week. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Rutledge Perspective Podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and for connecting. You can find previous episodes of the podcast on my website at laurelrutledge.com forward slash podcast. You can also find me on social media at Laurel K. Rutledge and or The Rutledge Perspective. And I'd love your perspective on the things we talk about. And if there's a specific topic you want me to cover, just let me know. And please share this podcast with someone in your village who may need this little piece of perspective today. And if you're so inclined, I would really appreciate a five-star rating and review on the platform of your choice. Apple Podcasts and Spotify reviews are particularly helpful. Thank you again for listening. Take care.